go up in that motherfucker. Get the motherfucking money and get the fuck up out of here. All right. I'll be right here waiting on you. All right. Yo, M. What? Don't kill nobody this time. All right. Damn. You don't need to listen to him, baby. He's jealous. You get in here, you do what you gotta do, and I'll be right here waiting. He wants to control you. He doesn't understand you. You're a king. What's up? What's happening? It's me, Maria, and this is Sisters with Sabres, the For Us, By Us podcast for black women who love Star Wars. And we're here today. We're going to talk about some some blackout eclipse tea. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about boba. And we're also going to celebrate Kwanzaa. We're going to do all kinds of shit in here. All this and more on the next Sisters with Sabres. Everybody, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves in alphabetical order? Oh my goodness. Hi, it's B. It's been a while. Hi, this is G. <laughs> nice to see you again. Hope everybody had a good winter break. Hi, this is Portia. Hi, this is Raven. Hi, this is Rich. Hello there. Hi, Rich. Who are you? Hey. Are you a oh, guest? Hey, I, I think I am. Who let I'll, you I'll, in I'll here? friend. Maria, talk about me like you don't know me. I just came in and like <laughs> I had mute on and I'm choking on my vitamin water as y'all are, are, are quite funny. And I didn't know what point. It, it got to the point where it was like, do you say something or are you just the weirdo that's just here? Like, I I just like, I was like, okay, at some point she's going to say, like, do they see me? Because I don't want this to be, but yeah, it has become. So hi, uh, I'm Rich. I, I've done some podcasts with Maria. She invited me on here for Kwanzaa. And then she, she she just left me sit in the corner as y'all were talking and doing grown folk conversation. And I was just, you know, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I saw you there, but I've been gone for a while. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe something changed. I'm just going to mind my business. <laughs> I don't know. And the show's is, name is Sisters not... with Sabres. And I'm like, what am I? Oh, God. Does she, is this like they roast a brother like to kick off the new year? Like this is going to be. <laughs> Saturnalia, no, like I'm about to get is this like sacrifice. Yeah. Is this about to become black uh midsummer? Like oh did gosh. I just get signed up and yeah, I am just... the May King and I'm about to catch that work? It's okay. I probably deserved it. Just every year we start off with some black on black crime and then we just keep it pushing. <laughs> That's We're all allowed one say. black on black crime a year. It's black on black crime. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god, I'm done. I'm so weak already. I'm dead. Okay. I love you, Rich. Thank you so much for doing this. Is there anything that you want to promo? You do a lot of shows. Oh god. Um yeah. so my my main spot is at the Pro Wrestling Torch. I do a lot of column I'm a columnist there. I do podcasts there, uh, pwtorch.com. I also do a lot of work 
and the black creative spaces when it involves uh, my man Jeff or Brandon for either the expanse. So basically sci-fi. I love Star Wars. Like this is basically Black Order 66 now I'm going to call it. So I'm, I accept it. Like whatever got to happen, got to happen. Uh, but yeah, I'm on Twitter at Rich <laughs> underscore fan, F-A-N-N. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight. Uh, I, I didn't realize people were coming for folks on Twitter, but it's Star Wars. So it, it, it comes with the territory. Don't it though? Don't it though? You can't even you can't even do it. You can't be on Twitter and ask for queer representation in films. People get their feelings all caught up in the shit. Yeah, it's hard out here. It's hard out here. B, tell us about Blackout Star Wars Eclipse. What's a T? <laughs> oh, oh, why am I like you're like let's let's put the queer out there and answer the No, you questions. said you said you were waiting on Twitter for somebody to clap back. So I was like, oh, so all, us, all okay. of us are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Name somebody in this room that ain't gay. <laughs> and we'll kick them out. <laughs> um uh, okay, so uh, hold on a second. I don't, know, I, I my... need deserve representation too. Bye, girl. Bye. Thank you for your contribution to the show. But I do not support that sort of lifestyle. I understand completely. I don't support it either. Blackout Eclipse also. Yeah. I feel like it's more than just queer fans. I know that we're focusing on that because a lot of the people who are pushing it are queer. But it's more intersectional than that. Like the High Republic has just an immense amount of diversity um, in terms of like female characters and like just like and like just like all the different skin tones and uh, like stories that are being told it's just like a diverse period of time and we've been celebrating that since the high republic came out and then and then we're like excited because we're getting a high republic game and at the end of that little teaser trailer you see quantic dreams and like what the wait wait hold on it's like a record scratch right like it, it could be and the fact that so many people just instantly knew that name and all the name all the negative connotations related to the way that they've treated their um employees in the stat before and just like the opinions of the founder and it's just like all these like terrible things that have been attached to quantic dream not to mention that they've only made one good game in the entirety of its existence uh we love you detroit become human um but that's like the only like i like that game don't give me that look g <laughs> i enjoy I that game that okay one. they've never quantic, quantic dream has quantic never made a good game okay we all have our own opinions and okay. i am correct i'm correct all right that's fine i think it's just like a hyper fixation of mine i think i just hyper fixated on it no i feel the same way about it too but then you know like I want to hate it as well because the people behind it, but it is a good game. But yeah, I saw Rich's little screen light up. If you would say something. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I'll support you on that, even though that uh, Martin Luther King uh, uh, android situation got a little wild for me for a little bit in the middle of that game. Remember yes. when they put the robots on the back of the bus? Yes. I yes. I do. <laughs> The way I screamed when I saw that trailer and they were like, we shall overcome and some cyborgs, I need I needed to sit down for a minute. I, oh I got goodness. it for free with the PlayStation, like with my PS5 port over. They had those list of free games. So I was like, let me try it. Let me just see. It. And I was like, no, it's actually pretty good. But then they did like Robot Luther King. And I was like, OK, maybe they have to talk like with The Witcher. Whoever does the development has to have a little bit of a chat with like 
actual folks that aren't white or in the case of the witcher actually like not just polish like let's work through this yeah like in like i didn't get the cutscene, but like the cutscene at like towards the end of the game like there's one option where like the robots will start singing um like a, <laughs> a black like spiritual they go full and i didn't get it Railroad. but i saw it on youtube and i was like what is <laughs> that is why i think david cage isn't shit and will never be shit what if we tried to teach people about racism, but we used robots? What, the, like, what if we made like some of the robots black? <laughs> if you weren't, if you didn't get what this was an allegory for, why don't we put Jesse <laughs> Williams? <laughs> Just in case you didn't get it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, but it's like you. So like with like like blackout Star Wars Eclipse. Um, basically, we're just saying like, hey. What's going on with the production of this game? Do you know something we don't? Like, did someone have a redemption arc over at Quantic Dreams, which were Star Wars? We're all for that. But right now, we've seen no character growth. And you're just like, okay with this? And uh, Lucasfilm has um, been uh, concerningly silent throughout the whole thing. And it would be so easy just to, like, a little, little, little tweet. Get a little on. Get on those. Tickle that keyboard um, over at Lucasfilm. Send out a little message, you know. Be like, hey, we hear you. We see you. We're we're we we're putting Sherlock Holmes right in the case. Uh, uh, just assuage our fears, or you know, tell us that we're gonna keep on doing it. Like we would just like you know something to work with here. Um, and we're basically saying like until we know what's going on fully and we have more information about this project like we're just letting you know that we're not supporting a project that is led by a company that with our current knowledge is trash in terms of like diversity and um worker like exploitation and things like that so yeah that's that's kind of the what's going on yeah mm-hmm yeah yeah so, like, Ellie Page was like, hey, no, I don't want to do a full body scan of, you know, my body and have it in the game. So, um, David Cage thought it was a great idea to just have video game designers meticulously make a 3D sculpt of their naked body um, and put it in the game. And in the actual game, like, the way the scenes are set up, like, you can't see everything. But, like, with a, with people who, um, I forget, like, a patch who made download certain patches, like, they basically can move, like, the tables and things out of the way and just have um, his whole body um, on display. And that was just, like, just, like, awful. <laughs> like, I think we can all agree that, like, that's terrible that that was, like that David Cage somehow looped around um, Elliot's consent. And, uh, like, yeah, how can you... That's just awful. Like, yes, that was a mixture between, of like, fans, like, creating that patch. But, like, the fact that it was in the game, that a patch could reveal something like that is kind of, like, irresponsible as um, a game designer. Huh? I Not to my knowledge. That's that's what I'm saying. Like we're, we're like we're waiting on that redemption arc, baby. We're waiting on it. We want you to do better. I don't think there was ever one that was put out where you could be like, hey, you can't do that anymore. Um, I don't think so. If someone else out there into the ether knows more about that, but to my knowledge, that was like 
pretty much the end of that story. Um, I know, I believe Elliot did sue, but I don't know if they were like successful um, in that. I, I hope so too. That's god awful and like that should not be allowed to happen. Like any type of loophole like that. Technology can be scary sometimes. But yeah, that's kind of like what the general vibe is. And lots of Star Wars fans are like, you guys whine about everything. You are le led by emotions, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of hate that argument that we're led by emotions because, like, why are you here if you don't care? Also, all people are led by their emotions. Men. Yeah. And then we use logic to justify it. Men have decided to rebrand anger as logic and not having emotions. I'm t it's. It's tired. It's boring. Come up with something. We're not featuring that. Like, there's nothing wrong with being angry at things. Sometimes shit will make you mad. But to be angry all the time and then pretend that you are not angry <laughs> is not healthy. Honestly, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> there was a point in my life where I was fucking angry all of the time. And I pretended that I wasn't angry. And it made me angrier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as like black feminine presenting like people, um, cause I, I am girl adjacent, um, girl affiliated, <laughs> but uh, they affiliated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like there's this expectation sometimes, like, oh, I'm like, I don't want to be the angry black woman. I want to be the angry black woman, but I am angry, and I have a right to be angry. So I said, fuck it. I don't care if I'm you see me as angry black woman. I'm I am fucking angry. Move out the fucking way. Like, I don't have energy for this anymore. Like, I'm angry. Yeah. Like, I, and I'm going to give you a meticulous, re well researched list about why I'm angry and why you should be too. And so I feel like a lot of people's like backlash against the hashtag is like, ah, oh, you guys are always so angry. You're never happy with anything. And I'm like, you know what? It's funny that like our side of the fandom has always said that we're unhappy when the side of the fandom that Lucasfilm seems to want to appease consistently is never happy with anything like they're complaining about Boba Fett smiling like can you please take several chill pills like like and, and like just have fun like Star Wars is meant for kids like chill out like like okay we finally take off Boba Fett's mask and you don't want him to make facial expressions that part bestie I don't I don't know what, what was the point of him taking off his mask then like are you just saying you wanted to I think you just like the suit I just think you like the outfit oh okay I, yeah there we <laughs> like, go if, if, if y'all gonna go there I think it's time to have the discussion of so many of the characters in Star Wars that are masked mm -hmm. it's so much easier for them to remain masked so that way you can't see the diversity of the person underneath come on pull because up because it's like as pull a comic up. fan when it's talking about like Spider-Man when I was little they would say, you know, Peter Parker or Spider-Man's not black. Now, my son has Miles Morales and it's like, nah, new management. He's been around 10 years. Like I and same thing, Boba Fett takes it off and he's a, a you know, a, a, a Maori gentleman. And you look at him and it's like, oh, no, you can't say this is like Bob Schoenfeld or, you know, Sid Steen. You know, like you can't. It, it, this is a dude. This is a brown dude. Just like, you know, the I remember when I first watched Star Wars and I hear James Earl Jones and the mask pop off and it's this bald white dude. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And so when you see all of this stuff, it's very funny how it's in the light now and folks are getting bitter. And it, no, I think you're right to be mad. I think looking at the representation, I always t talk about whenever it's high f fantasy or science fiction, if you can believe 
there are elves out there. If you can believe that this dude survived in a Sarlacc for at least a week, depending on like which version of the books you're listening to versus whatever is canon now, I don't quite remember. There can be a black Twi'lek. There can be a black elf, and it can't break the fabric of what your mind is by seeing that person. And Boba Fett might smile. Like, I'm, I don't know, maybe y'all will know, because I, I try to stay out of the Star Wars, like, Twitterverse, because it already was making me feel some kind of way when they were doing the stuff with my man, saying, like, oh, yeah, he's not smart enough to be Force Awakened. Like, clearly it has to be Ray. Like, even before the movies came out, I was like... Yeah. Yeah. But are they have they been this way with um, Ming-Na Wen, with her character, with Fennec? To my knowledge, Fennec Shand has been well-received. Um, I have an inside bet with Ben on how long it'll be before the white people realize that we're at the cookout because none of the stars of this show are white. So I feel like it's already started. I feel like some of them have already become aware. Oh, I, I don't know. Just to be careful, Maria, I'm going to whisper this. I don't think they know Jennifer Bill's black. <laughs> no, I don't think they know. I mean, Wait, neither did the people can... from Flashdance. Okay, Mm-mm. by the time they yeah. found out. <laughs> it's too late. It was like, oops, can we turn this into Footloose? Can we stop the dancing? There it is. There it is. Hello. Um, I guess we can go to Boba Fett. It is cute. That's cute. I like that mint green color. You know that's my color. Mm-hmm. I guess we can move to Boba if nobody else has got anything else about Blackout Eclipse. I shut the fuck up because I'm not a gamer. That's not my my side of things but i do know how to be an ally and how to ask questions and and encourage people to think about things that maybe they normally wouldn't think about like queer representation in a star wars film you know so i just i ask questions oh yeah i think we deduced thank you i thought it was my co2 thing for a second i was worried are they barbecuing in here what what happened (laughs) should i put this in my food what the fuck is it? I don't know what that is. It looked like a carrot. I don't think any of us it's read a... Japanese. Well, this is not Japanese. Sorry. What is it? My bad. bad. Okay. It looks like a carrot. It's a sausage. Oh, it's not big enough for me. Oh, my lord. It looked like one of them hot mamas. Maria. It doesn't look spicy. <laughs> I just don't want it. All right. Well, I mean, I'm just being real. <laughs> Raymond has to pull out the host this early into the night. I'm just being real. Like, what am I going to do with that? (laughs) I I believe we were um, swiftly moving along into the book of book (laughs) fetch. Right, 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 right. Well, still, you know. Yes, ma'am. It's not really worth my time. I got it. Just looking at it like. You're not wrong. Anyway, look, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. Ain't got none downstairs. God have mercy. It's awful. Ain't nothing like a tragedy like that. You get that dude and you done got him back to the spot and he takes his shirt off. Everything look good. Check, 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 nigga, check. Then he takes some pants off. Are you quite done, lady? And you got to Meryl Streep it the rest of the way home. All right, that's enough. Because he's already there and the nigga bought 10 drinks and, you know... How do how do we mute the hosts? <laughs> Bet you wish. <laughs> you're you're about as thirsty as the people thirsting after I can't pronounce that that uh, <laughs> Wookie's name. Not gonna try. 
black black kirkston who yes yes people are thirsty <laughs> that wookie so hard the wookie into oh this week's episode they there yeah there's some fanfic i saw somebody it was like they did the meme of the woman with looking to the side and then looking to the you know when it like trying to question the food but it's like the first picture is like i will not have any inappropriate thoughts about a wookie then my man and then said well <laughs> you know you know i don't know you got the you got the spice i guess wow. i don't know <laughs> so i guess we'll do kwanzaa last i kind of wanted to tie it back to star wars um yeah so i guess boba fett right y'all watch it i haven't watched the second one i'm just not gonna- yet i'm trying to like wait for more of it to come out i've, also, watched I've been it. busy i've been enjoying it a lot but i mean again consider the source i'm a well-known okay you know og boba fett fan um and also i don't have time to sit and be really really mad about a tv show i watch so i've been enjoying it thoroughly um really i've been really just really enjoying it that's that's a i mean i don't want to spoil anything for anybody but it's i've been really enjoying it yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was because I'm like, mm, it might not be, you know, my forte. But once I started watching that first chapter, I said, OK, I'm locked and loaded and ready for chapter two. <laughs> but it's really good. It is. And the music's amazing, of course. I'm also really enjoying it. I just, oh, I put in a wish that whoever's going to put that music over a beat needs to make it known as soon as possible because that. That theme is ridiculously awesome. I'm just waiting for somebody for that beat to drop. Not not anyone questionable either. Just give me some good beat with that. And then I also share with y'all in the chat the uh, meme I was referring to. So that's a partial spoiler because you're going to see the character. But it is, it's definitely worth the laugh. I can't. That's ridiculous. I'm I haven't seen the second episode yet. I haven't seen it yet. But wow. <laughs> I so like with the first episode I'm like it was an episode for me I'm like it exists so I was very like confused why like um I I went on the line and people were like mad I'm like no, like nothing happened quite just to be generous I'm like nothing happened like it was an episode things occurred like that's how I viewed it and then the second episode I'm like yes 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 more of this yes um because you i definitely you could feel um that i feel like you the indigenous touch on that story and i'm gonna hope you keep keep up with that uh storytelling and again i don't want to like because if you guys haven't watched it um and the people who are listening who haven't watched it but yeah i definitely was like i i felt the i was picking up what they were putting down and i liked it and i hope they keep that going uh because sometimes i feel with um certain analogies that star wars tries to make sometimes they drop the ball um before they make they touch down so um i don't want them to fumble um but so yeah just fingers crossed on that but i like it so far i want this show to do so well i don't understand why certain people are pressed because nothing has occurred i'm like i'm just saying it's like not like i'm like it was was, i don't understand what you're mad about and the things that they're deciding to be upset about very strange very strange it seems like nitpicking at this point like i'm like i feel like i feel like they don't they can't tell the reasons why they're upset like we know why they're upset but they're not exactly sure um so they're just well you're <laughs> like, hearing- having a temper tantrum until they figure it out well, you're-, you're hearing so much complaining about his bald head yeah, and i'm like oh that's a problem now and it's his white smile 
that's a problem now. <clears throat> that yeah, that he's that he's sixty years old. That's a problem now. I mean, yo, wet your pants for Harrison that Ford. He's nice. I'm gonna really break your heart when I tell you how old he is. If that's a problem for you, he also has a quite delightful smile and along with a twinkle in his eye. And you know, I I just really don't hear you complaining about something that actually matters. I hear your peony shrinking and you're mad about it, and it's not really my problem. So, you know. Maybe find something else to do with your fingers instead of typing. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. But, you know, I'm a curmudgeon, so. No, I think you kept it real. Um, I I really enjoyed Boba. And I'm not a Boba Fett person. But I know it seems like a duh. But I was so glad they went with Tamar and they kept that continuity. Uh, because it is really easy to... And, and we've seen it in, in Bad Batch where they just whitewash a, a character for no reason at all. Um, so I was really happy to see Tamar back. Um, the first five minutes for me was like really visceral where they really brought the prequels together with what was happening there. Um, and I enjoyed that. And the evolution of technology in the world is what I wanted to see in the force awakens i got it here in boba with that back to tank like just little stuff like that to me builds the world up and makes it a more believable experience for me so i was really happy with what i saw um it reinforced some of the uh already established um continuity of the world and showed that there's evolution taking place that was one of the things that was missing from the sequel trilogy, and they really brought it in this, so. Are any of y'all fans of the books? I have a question. Like, which books? Star Wars. Legend? Just, like, okay. Anything E.K. Johnson ever did. I mean, well, obviously. Her, so. She's my emergency contact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, She's like. Terrorizing. Who? What's she do now? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why the Padme book hasn't come out yet. I think there's something that we're going to see soon. But, um, yeah, she's my girl. So the last time, when we saw Boba, and there's a lot of time between, like, the time that we saw Boba in um, Attack of the Clones when he was a kid, and then we see him again in, like... Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. And then, again, like, in continuity... Empire comes next. Yeah, Empire. So, is Clone Wars, like, the next time you see him? Uh, or is there, like, any connecting thread? Like, so, book yeah, it goes, it goes Episode 2, and then it goes Clone Wars. And there's actually, there's an abandoned Clone Wars episode that kind of gives the story what happens to Boba. But um, they never greenlit it. It kind of got shelved. Because the Clone Wars stopped. So, um, there's some books out there, like Expanded Universe, that, you know, kind of tried to establish that him and Han Solo had beef. Um, but I don't really believe that to be the case. Um, I, I'm really excited for the potential appearance of a Clone Wars scene in live action on this. Like, because we're doing flashbacks, like, we could see Aura sing, we could see Cad Bane in real life, we could see. Like, that's the stuff that, like, intrigues me because they helped raise him after Django died. So 
I'm really excited to see if we'll see any of that stuff or if we get a Django flashback to young Boba. That would be dope. Y'all killing me with this awkward silence. This has to stop. I don't know what else to say about it. I absolutely refuse to be the dude that pops on an all-female podcast and hijacks it. So you just don't have to take me, ma'am. Just like, I'm going to take that L every time. Well, I wanted you to come on. Okay, okay, so I'll say this. When I was growing up, one of my favorite books was Tales from the Mose Eisley Cantina, which when it was in the extended universe did explain how he got out of the Sarlacc and hit, uh, Mara Jade and all this other stuff that don't matter anymore because it don't exist. Uh, but So seeing this on screen, especially this first episode, you had mentioned, you had all discussed the idea of like, and I don't want to spoil for the listeners or for anyone in the attendance that hasn't seen it, but I, I think it's interesting that we were talking about Detroit become human. Like, it's clear that when you look at Tatooine, it's the Detroit of the universe. Like, nobody, I hate the Jawas. Like, if I see a Jawa in the street, it's on sight. Like, I, I was like, I've never felt such a trifling group of people. Like, I look at Jawas now, like, and he's like, ding, ding. It's like, now nah, you get you, get you, little They fleeced him. They just fleeced him. Straight up. They're I'm boring. just like, are y'all serious? Like, I was on your team, but after y'all pulled that, uh-uh, I'm done. I'm done. After seeing it being done to that man, y'all wrong. They patted him down so fast. I was like, wow. Scavengers. They were just so trifling. Like, And then and then on top of that, you look at the... How they, they t- I, I heard the complaints about his hair and balls. Like, what you want a man in the middle of the desert to look like? He's ashier than anything. My man just trying to live. And you expect him to be out there like Lawrence Olivier or like Fabio or something with hair flowing. That ain't right. Also, he's 60 years old. Oh, see, if you talk about him, then you got to talk about Ming-Na being 50 and actually being an action star. And then people got to realize their their uh, their object of lust is actually someone that is, like, appropriately aged. And not like, you know, some of the other folks out there that got to get, like, a stunt double and do their own stuff. Because she's been doing that since she was May on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's like, you want me to do it? I do it. Ming-Na Wen has been that bitch. Mm-hmm. And will forever be that bitch. Her and Michelle Yeoh, icons, absolutely eternally beautiful, eternally graceful. You said it don't raisin, right? Mm-hmm. It don't raisin. Fifty where? <laughs> she is the voice of Mulan. I try to explain to folks too. Uh, since I'm here and Maria invited me, I might as well tell the story. One of my coworkers, uh, Ming Na's from Pittsburgh. Her family is there's a Chinese restaurant here. Her entire family has like her pictures and stuff in it. And when he was growing up, one of my coworkers, like when is the high school called Upper St. Clair, I guess they did the thing which you usually do with like the old folks are like, well, you two going to get together. And he's like, I don't want to be dealing with no Ming now when get out my face. And so I just look at him and I'm like, look what you messed up. Look, look, you could have had the whole world at your feet. You could have been the man holding that woman's bag and just basking in that glory. And you decided that wasn't enough. And he just stares at me every time because I'll just say it to him. I'll just every single time I see him like, David, we got to have that talk again. How'd you do that, man? It's like the dude who put the the little weakness in the Death Star. It's like, we don't need to worry about this little guy right here. Every time you see him, you should be snuffing that fool. Could have had it all. Wow. So our very first Sisticon will be at uh, Ming Na Wen's parents' Chinese food place, right? That sounds right. It should be. Oh, my goodness. I'm actually going to throw it to y'all while you chat. I'll throw you where the uh, restaurant is. And Oh, wow. I even was able to find 
she has a nice little post about it. It's three generations. Oh, damn. That's good. Yeah. So you you know the food is good. Oh, yeah. I took my son there. And he he was like, that's the lady from Mulan. And her mom was like, yes, she is. I was like, that was one of those, like, I don't care what rate. Like, when you have that moment where your kid did so good that somebody else is walking up and is, like, in awe of them. And she just did the, the Charles S. Dutton, like, slow clap. And it's like, what y'all want to eat tonight? That is a beautiful picture. That is so nice. I like that. And you said three generations? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's like right by where my wife works. My wife works for a firm downtown in Pittsburgh. And so anytime we want to get Chinese food, she'll pick some up on the way. And it's like, that's amazing. And people don't know. Like, they'll go to like P.F. Chang's. They'll go to like, you know, some like non-authentic place. I was like, you could go to the spot. Like, this is real good stuff. Like, everything's got the... P.F. Chang's is overrated. And they serve Uncle Ben's rice. (gasps) Everything out of there comes in a bag. Like, it's not real. Yeah, it's horrible. (laughs) <laughs> we're trying to I, mi- I miss american chinese food when you coming to visit g mm. you need to come out you need to come out visit the fam you can stay at the house yeah ahsoka ahsoka playing 21 questions now she who are you where are you from are you black like me if you're not black i don't want to talk to you it's hilarious she's she's fooling now she she shut her daddy down for like a week. She was like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, damn. She's like, you're not black like me. <laughs> you ain't got that melanin like me. You see this? You see that? This oh is what you don't God. have. You wasting my time. <laughs> They're like, you got to talk to your baby because she's a daycare just in the corner holed up with all the black Barbie dolls plotting. I'm like, here we go. Yes, I wish I had that as a kid growing up because, like, I stayed stuck with these damn white Barbies, my obsession with them. Yeah. Little me didn't know any better. I had. Shout out to the Fresh Dolls. I had Christine. Okay. But I also had Addie. Like, I I like. Addie. Addie, the American Girl doll, me and my sister shared her. Like, I like Addie, but I get why people were, like, mad. Since (laughs) it's, like, supposed to be, like, historical period and they chose like at people always say Addie's like oh they made the black girl a slave like Addie is not a slave she they left they took the underground railroad to freedom she they're not slaves (laughs) sorry I like Addie but I understand why people get so tight about but at the same time it's a part of our history like it or not as black Americans if you were not if your parents aren't immigrants it's a part of your history that you were descended from slaves or enslaved people, I should say. Speaking of black people, happy Kwanzaa! <laughs> happy Kwanzaa, nigga! <laughs> I recovered it though. I recovered it though. Did it? That's why you do a segue. <laughs> I was trying to trying to dust it off. <laughs> a segue. That's right. It's yeah. A <laughs> Sieg. It looks like it would be Sieg. S-E-G-U-E. Or Sigue. Mm-hmm. Isn't it French? Probably. Alright. English has a French lot of people. Words. Them French people. They some freaks. Thanks, French people. Ooh la la. Y'all have good cheese and good bread. And good head. I was gonna say good wine. Well, that too. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. 
The coffee, I, I'm good. I'm good on the coffee. You need good to go to that. Italy for the coffee. And pastries, we can keep them pastries. We can keep them. Uh, we can keep your baked goods. We can keep all of your oral sex that you will provide. Thank you. Absinthe, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so Kwanzaa started, uh, it was the 26th to the, it just closed up, didn't it? I think the last day was the 6th, right? Or am I tripping? I can't remember. New Year's. It ended on New Year's. Oh, it did end on New Year's. All right, cool, cool. Anyhow, um, I thought it might be fun to take a look at the first two Kwanzaa principles and talk about them as they relate to Star Wars. Um, just because I know there's not another Star Wars podcast that's probably going to cover Kwanzaa. And we, we did a holiday special, and I've got a little mini-sode coming out with just me and G. But I, I editing has been hard for me. I'm just going to be real. Like, my mental health, so I'm, I'm starting a new medicine. And, you know, I'm trying to get back, back in my lane, uh, you know. But once I do, I will edit it, I promise. I will release it, just like I always do. Um... But I wanted to include a special celebration for Kwanzaa. Um, before that, though, I, I just want to quickly say for the people who are about to tell me about, I, I feel like I need to cut this off at the head. We are here to celebrate Kwanzaa, not to talk about the person who invented Kwanzaa, right? So holidays, boys and girls, are made up by people, right? Because there is no real Easter bunny. I don't know how else to tell you this. That's what they want person. you to think. That's but what they there, want you to think. There ain't no such thing as none of these holidays. Like Flag Day. That's the bunny not a cabal real thing. is none live and well. Is real. It was all made up. <laughs> My point is, is I know what the discourse has been. And it has been, well, the creator was bad. Okay. So that person made one mistake, right? That Wait, what did mean... he do? He, I get it. I see him get accused of being like an op all the time. Yeah. So there's a lot of different accusations of sexual assault and murder. And anyways, it don't matter, right? Some football player does something awful. Do you stop watching football together? No, you don't. You know, some basketball guy does something crazy with dogs. You know, no one seems to care, you know. Tyson beats his girlfriend. People still watch boxing. So um, that being said, I want to focus on the holiday and not the person who invented it because all holidays are made up and we don't get that many of them as black people. So I just want to kind of throw that out there like, uh, you know, white folks, you know, y'all can celebrate a lot of things, even if you're not Irish. I see you getting drunk out there on St. Patty's Day. That shit ain't stopped you, you know, Uh, so just you know, can we, can we have this? Like, we don't get a whole lot, you know, we, we get, uh, Juneteenth, you know, and, and white folks still don't want to give us that one. Like we still fighting, you know, uh, but but at least some people are coming around on it. We get black history month, the shortest month coming around to Juneteenth is because they want to give lip service and not actually make any actual changes in the United States regarding racial equality and racial equity. They're just like, all right, nigger, you can have a day off. And and some of us still working <laughs> on Juneteenth. And additionally, the people who want to crack your skulls open can get the day off too. But <laughs> Right, right, right. 
but in the storied tradition of colored folks in America, your ass will be at work. <laughs> we'll see you at nine. <laughs> you working at the bank? See you. Yep. You working we'll at Target? You, you better be there on time. Yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, there aren't a lot of black holidays. So I'm I'm really encouraging those people who are armchairing or um, trying to shame people who are celebrating Kwanzaa to remember that black people are a people who have been stripped of all their culture and background and rich history. And that has to be rediscovered. And, you know, that can take time uh, to do. And the best way to actually let that generational wound heal is to fuck off and give black people the space to celebrate themselves. The more you know. Um, I pulled up the seven principles of Kwanzaa so we can <clears throat> talk about those. Like where I'm getting my information is from the National Museum of African American History, which is part of the Smithsonian in the United States. So we have Emoja, which is unity, to strive yes. for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. And then we have Kuchichagula, or Kuchichagulia. Sorry if I'm messing up the pronunciation. Self-determination. Oh, Kuchichagulia. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Self-determination. To define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Ujama, cooperative economics. To maintain our own store, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our, of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kumba, creativity, to do always as much as we can to leave our community more beautiful and more and beneficial than we inherited it. And then last off is Imani, faith. To believe with all our hearts in our people and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. So, if you want to talk, like, since it's the new year, are there any tenets that you want to personally work on for your own self-benefit? Hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. I think, um, I, I can't remember the exact word for it, but um, the one, the tenet of purpose um mm-hmm. and because as i like find myself more i'm like okay what am i supposed to be doing and going into this pandemic and after why well, i've been gone from the podcast trying to finish my undergrad and now that that's done i'm like and people are asking me like are you going to do to graduate school what are you doing and things like that like and uh, you know like what 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 are you going to do with that space especially during this very hectic time like what are you going to do like the like what well, I'm saying you as I'm talking to myself like what am I going to do with the platform that I've been given by this fandom and just like nerds everywhere like what I'm going to do with it like what how am I going to use that as like a tool to better like our communities and things like that so just because that used to be my barber shop in Brooklyn I think in terms of self-determination, given an opportunity to do kind of like what you are doing today, like to do a lot more shows in 2022 where 
it's just something I want to do, not necessarily, hey, this is what's in the atmosphere right now. Here's what's going on. Like, hey, no, I want to talk about this. And I know some people who want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. That's dope. I've been really thinking about this with the show, like purpose and a really, and I know I said this last year, but I'm going to continue to say it. Like, I really want to partner with a nonprofit and give back to the community. Like, I believe that that's the heart and soul of Sisters, and that's kind of like what I've always wanted to do with this show. I'm not sure how to get that done right now, uh, but I'll continue to push the Loveland Foundation. I believe it's a wonderful project for mental health for black women and um, I'll continue to push that but I really do want to link up with a nonprofit and sort of elevate that I guess something that I want to try working on is like expressing my creativity a little bit more because I guess because of my my career path and what I will I wouldn't even say it's my career path it's what I'm choosing to do right now and like the hours that I work I don't really have a lot of time to be creative in the ways that I want to be. And so I want to try and push myself out there and like maybe make more stuff. And then also I want to try and support more black businesses in in any way that I can when I have money. And also just, I guess, purpose because I want to figure what I figure my shit out and figure out what what I want to do with the rest of my life, which is a big task. I'm still working on that one. Um, it's a journey. I was really proud of myself because this is the first year that we've kind of celebrated Kwanzaa um, in our family. So it was really nice. I was sick for most of it, so we didn't do as much as I would have liked. But just playing Kwanzaa music, that thanks iTunes, you, you really hooked us up with a nice playlist. Um, so that was dope. Uh, and trying to get some exposure to Ahsoka about it. Um, I've never really celebrated Kwanzaa openly. Like it was always something that I like in college, like there were a lot of us that were, were finding researching and learning about it during, you know, African-American studies and stuff like that. Um, but this is like the first time that we did it as a family. Um, and for anyone else who's like that, don't worry about if you're doing it right or if you're doing it wrong. If you want to have greens at your Kwanzaa dinner, have greens. If you don't, don't, you know. If you don't want no pork, don't cook pork, you know. But I know there's a lot of people that have been told their whole lives that Kwanzaa's not a real holiday. I know I was told that. Um, but guess what? None of these holidays are real. None of them. They're New Year's Day, like, calendars aren't real. They were invented by people. Nothing is real. Time is linear. You know, it's like nothing really starts over. Like it's linear. Nothing is real. Line. Everything is a concept. Yeah, it's just construct. Money. Money doesn't really have any value. It only has value because we give it value. That's it. There is no spoon, bitch. There's some people that can't handle that. They can't handle that. Yeah, I saw the Matrix and I thought it was nice. So, I need to see that. I feel a, like tweet. <laughs> my family, there's like, why did they, why did my child show, turn out to be queer? But they showed me the Matrix when I was six years old. <laughs> so honestly, it's their fault. Look, them blonde dreads were cute though. Styling. 
Everybody had leather on, just just leathered out. Everybody went to Wilson's <laughs> for them outfits. <laughs> Is there anyone else who celebrated Kwanzaa this year? I just didn't really have, I didn't even really celebrate Christmas this year. I was just going to jump in and go, well, I'm the one who doesn't really celebrate anything ever. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like anti-holiday or anything it's just it's not something I make a big deal out of it just really isn't with any holiday any of them the one I probably make the biggest deal about is probably St. Patrick's Day and I only do that because I used to be a bartender and we consider it a very special holiday when you're no longer bartending (laughs) well happy early birthday Raven I know tomorrow is your birthday so I wanted to get that in. You had to go and bring that up, didn't you? Happy 22nd birthday, Raven. Thank you. I'm super excited about being old enough to drink. I remember when I was 22. Yeah. Right? Soon you'll be old enough to rent a car. How does that feel? Mm -hmm. I know. Very excited. That's true. (laughs) I just, I, I smile every time your birthday comes up on my phone. Because I think about the show we did. (laughs) Oh, girl, don't think that that's not going to be my birthday present again this year. Because it is. (laughs) Because I'm going to watch it again and again and again and again. (laughs) Listen, if you didn't hear the hmm, you didn't hear it. But I heard it and I'm going to listen to it again. Be quiet. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Look, if if Marshall was on Cameo, look, I would be broke. (laughs) Because I would get one every day. Right. I would be that person. Yeah. He ain't never going to run out of SpaghettiOs. Never. Oh, dear Lord. Rich, what you got? Tell us about your Kwanzaa experience. Oh, geez. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Um, my Kwanzaa experience, growing up, like I said, we had Kujishagali as our barbershop, so that led to a lot of exploration during the holiday. My mom kind of explained it to us. Now with Trey, my son, uh, we... We're aware of it. We don't celebrate all of it. We do go through like uh, each of the days and talk through it. Like in our house, we have like our Christmas tree, which has been up for two years with the pandemic. My wife was just like, it's going to be what it's going to be. And I was like, yes, ma'am. And so we have like the Christmas tree. We got the uh, we have a predominantly Russian Jewish neighborhood. We are just outside of uh, when he goes to school. So we have a uh, uh, the candle for Hanukkah. We have the uh, candles and stuff set up for uh Kwanzaa and really it's funny because the more I think about it the more like I grew up in New York and I got more information about it here in Pittsburgh than I ever did in New York in New York it was just kind of like meh because everyone was meh on everything but I liked your idea about the like talking through with the construct you're right and I think with everything going on with the pandemic it's been so clear that you know there's certain things like if you're gonna do it do it like at this point don't don't wait for somebody to validate what you want to do just do it and If they can't get on, that's a them problem. Absolutely. I think that's the takeaway of COVID for me is to just go ahead and do it. Whatever it is. As long as it's not a legal listener, don't be don't be doing crazy stuff. But you know, don't wait on your dream. Make your dream happen. Life is short. Maybe you get a tummy tuck and you know, you buy tickets to Detroit, you know? You make it happen for yourself. (laughs) I need one. I got my little my little fupa. It's chilling. I I support 
I support anybody who wants to get <laughs> a tummy existing. tuck to get a tummy tuck so long as they're getting it because they want to, not because someone else told them to. That's that's where I'm at. I support you if you're doing it to make you happy. If you're doing it for somebody else, I don't support you. Do you, boo? Right. I would like to. I really would. Yeah. I, I know he's going to be in Detroit. I know he's going to be there. He's going to be there. I, he's going to be there. I hope. No, there's no hope. He is going to be there. He will be there. I hope so. He will be there. I bought tickets to Elton John in Detroit. Oh. Because it sounds suspicious. Hmm. Right? So I'm just going to wait outside Mom's Spaghetti all day. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there. They know I'm coming. Like, they know me now. Like, all the workers. They're like, do you want to refill or what? you just going to... You know, it's it's two thirty. I'm like, well, I ain't give me another pop. <laughs> yeah, once t- uh, concerts become a thing here, I know that I'm gonna have to fight for my life to be able to get tickets for some of the people I want to see. So, I support you, and I need your your thoughts and prayers, Maria. <laughs> you got it. I just want to see my baby daddies up out? close. When do the tickets go on sale? I don't know, but I know it's going to be a fucking bloodbath immediately. <laughs> yeah, same with me. I'm a, I'm a, he don't know it, but I'm probably going to remortgage the damn house to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get front row in front of Marshall. I'm going to cut my leg off. <coughs> Look, I can still fuck with one leg. Look, I could be that peg leg bitch. <laughs> I'll still drop it down. Okay, no, there there will be no amputations. Okay, there will be no amputations. I'm putting my foot down. All right. Now, see, I was going to behave and sit here and be good all night long. All right. And I was going to let you guys get away with this stuff. But now you may mama have to come in here and put her foot down. Put foot down. And as the oldest person... I'm going to tell y'all, you're not amputating anything for any man or for tickets. What the hell's wrong with y'all? No. Right. Girl. Risk it all. Just Girl. Risk I'm going to risk it all. it all. No. No, we don't they're amputate. Gonna have, if I get in there, they're going to have to deport no. me. No, we do not amputate. I mean, you no. can sell somebody else's kid if you want to, but I don't want you <laughs> amputating anything. That might be a Sisters with Savers t-shirt. <laughs> What was that, Rich? You can you can make a T-shirt, sisters with sabers. We don't amputate. <laughs> I am gonna make a shirt for celebration this year if we end up going in May, just to kind of raise awareness. I I know I said I'd never merchandise the show, but like maybe do jerseys for us, not for anyone else. But ooh, they could have our names on it. Yeah, fan of T-shirts. We could have bowling. We could have bowling T-shirts. Ooh, yes. That'd be cool. That'd be fire. Okay, well, I gotta hook it up. Hold on, I want... Send t-shirt sizes. Fat, my size is fat. None of that slander, none of that. He's gonna be there. I'm about to come in here and start whooping ass. No slander in yourself. Oh, shit. No, no hmm. slander in yourself. I, I need to reach into the screen and slap That's you. That's right, I will ah. start. I just posted right, a link of who I'm going to amputate my leg for. Okay, he's one wor- more He's time. worth the amputation. We are not amputating anything. All right. Just for the reminder real quick. We'll see. As, as, 
as 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 lovely as it is to go along with being 22, I'm actually going to be 45 tomorrow. So that picture is not making me feel any kind of good at all. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, different strokes. If that's your thing, that's your thing. You know, honey, that's He's a crime. <laughs> okay. Well, technically, he's three years younger than me, but I'll still say he's my age. And he's biracial. Biracial. He's a biracial girl. (laughs) Portia, you're going to hell. (laughs) I can't. What? What did I say? I didn't say anything. Can't. I can't with y'all. Look. It is what it is. Hey, I get it. Sometimes you just got to drive four hours to Detroit with a folding lawn chair and a cup of coffee and read poetry to a gate for two hours. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to do that. I don't, I'm not do there itself. yet. I saw somebody in the window. That was the highlight because the door, the window on the side of the house is like right next to the kitchen. So somebody got in the kitchen and got some Kool-Aid. Okay, Maria, stop giving away all the and secrets to away. them other people. Don't give away the secrets to the other people. You gotta, you gotta have your plan on the DL, girl. On the DL. Girl, I can't I believe Haley is old enough to have a TikTok now. Yeah. Well, she graduated from college. She broke up. She broke up with that fool. So now she can get a real man. <laughs> she gonna be all right. She gonna be all right. We love you, but Haley. I'm gonna infiltrate her friend group. <laughs> girl, how? For the love of God. Who is that? <laughs> I'm trying to be her stepmom. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay, and that. with is that. Is this like a 21 Jump Street situation, Maria? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not 21 Jump Street. It's very much never been kissed. Stop. Oh, good call, good Stop. Call. Hello, fellow young people. <laughs> How you doing, kids? Shout out to the, to the girls who watch Never Been Kissed. A true classic. I can't. I can't. Y'all are killing me. Do you ever wonder what TCM is going to look like in like 30 years? It won't be around. Really? Our generation won't want that shit. I like classic movies. How would you define classics outside of Star Wars? I would say anything that's made a cultural impact. So Boomerang, uh, Coming to America. Do you think uh, Black Panther will be discussed? Considered yes, a classic. At yeah. some point, at some point, it will be because the cultural impact it had. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love Black Panther. I wish that um, Princess and the Frog got the same amount of love. It's just it's so hard to be a new black franchise because like Black Panther and the Spider Verse kind of came in with some built-in support and some IP recognition. So it's hard for our stories to get that same support if you've never heard of it before. I'm ready so, for no. Spider-Verse 2. I heard Toby Toby Maguire came back. Yes. Yes. Was, it was Mom. Uh, oh. He was like Daddy Spider-Man. Yeah, he was Daddy oh Spider-Man. Oh That's my like, man. There goes Not my man. Me. I was crushing on him so freaking hard in those movies. I was like, ooh, damn. Spider-Man 3 was when he got some swag. He got some swag on him. He had the dark hair. And I was like, oh. He had that salt and pepper hair. Let me find out. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. 
Come on, Spider-Man. Let's listen to emo music and cry about our pain together. Maria, you can't dress up Toby like Marshall. That's that's we can't we can't be having a, a misery situation with my man Toby McGuire. Bullshit. I can and I will. You gonna wear this hat? Nothing. He came in with his salt and pepper hair and was looking all good. Also, Andrew Garfield. I would never want to be in a relationship with that man because he lied his ass off. Both cheap. I mean, he had to. He had to. When you're with Marvel and you're in a contract with those people, you cannot say a damn thing. You have to say nothing. You have to act your ass off. You have to lie your ass off because... <laughs> when people were asking Benedict Cumberbatch if he was going to be the new dra- like Doctor Strange, he was like, no. But nobody believed his ass. Andrew Garfield had me believing that they would not be in the newest star in the newest Spider-Man movie. I knew he was going to be in there. I mean, there were leaks. They had leaks all over the internet of him and Toby together. And they were like, is this you? And he's like, no. Andrew, that is you. No, it's not. That's like that uh, little scene from SpongeBob when Patrick dropped his wallet. And he's like, is this your wallet? Yes. He's like, this is your ID. He's like, yeah. Patrick's like, yeah, that's my ID. So this must be your wallet. No, it's not. <laughs> right? No Way Home was so good. I just put a picture in of Toby. Same energy. Maria trying to kidnap him. <laughs> right? He looks good there. Like, look. It's well, that was not from the kidnapping. airport, like when they were doing the paparazzi stuff, and he was fed up. Like they, that was from a. They had done a collection of all the Spider Men, like when they stopped at the airport, mm. and Andrew Garfield was just like, "Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, whatever?" And then you know, Tom was just being a little kid, like cartwheel. And he gave the death stare like Marshall Matt. Now I'm seeing both of them with the, the same kind of personality. Yeah. And he's like, I wish you would come over. Let, let, let the Homeland Security just let you come over here for a minute. Because, I mean, they harassed this guy for a long ass fucking time. Like that popular video of him in a car. He's like, get out the fucking way. There are cars there, motherfucker. And he drove <laughs> off. And I'm just like, y'all drove this man to the point. Like. A very long has. time. They was in some wild shit. That's what I heard. Weren't they called, like, the Pussy Brigade or something? Coochie Gang? I know. Look, I heard he's a freak, so I'm trying to get in. What's what's popping? See. What's up with it? Because I heard he was the freak of the week. That's what I heard. He's retired, Maria. Let that man just... <laughs> he put his badge and gun away. He off the force. You trying to bring him back for one more case. <laughs> for one last ride. Look, there's there's still cats out here that need beating up. You know, Maria wakes up every morning look, and chooses. We've arrived violence. at the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't want peace. I want problems always. Look, look. I'm just saying. He looking. He looking right. He looking right. Has everybody seen No Way Home? I have. Nah, I ain't seen that shit. I have. She's I just, not into spoilers. Marvels. I don't even speak Marvel, for real. Just Black Panther, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I thought it was just so radical for Aunt May to be like, these people aren't evil. They're disabled. Yeah, like something's seriously wrong if you keep falling down the same flight of stairs. And then all of a sudden, boop, I got powers. It's like, yeah, well, how about we stop you from falling down the stairs? Aunt May was like, these people are disabled and they need help. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. They are disabled and they do need help. 
Yeah, because Norman Osborn, yeah, he needed some medication. He needed some echinacea. He needed a lot. Because, like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Peter really gave off that type of girl, like, he's broken. I can fix him. I mean, (laughs) he fixed them. He did. I'm not going to lie. But at what cost? Yeah. Rest in peace, Millfontenay. That That shit was mean. She was like, I'm like, something's not right. I mean, your ass just got knocked the fuck out by this goddamn glider. And you're saying you're okay. She's like, I'm fine. I'm like. Rest in peace. How is your nephew? Your nephew got superpowers. And he's like, I got a couple of broke ribs. And you like, I just got to put some bactine on it. Like, I got some tussin. It's good, baby. It's like, whose like, blood is that? Who, 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 why I smell almonds? But the way that they did that shit was mean. Because you had her, you thinking that she was fine, and then she just fell. Mm-hmm. And it was my, like, my brain couldn't process it. I thought, I was like, wait a minute. You just got hit by the same glider that killed this dude in another timeline, and you just like, dust myself off and try again? And I was like, this is. And I was like, okay, maybe I, I really doubted my own sanity to the point of like you were saying with the mental issues. I was like, okay, maybe I just didn't see it right. And she only got like, like grazed or something. Cause I thought it was like full on. You got hit by a truck. Like, ma'am, what is going on? But then I think about when I was a kid, one of us was biking and we got hit by a car and we just like, oh, oh, we good. We good. Mom, don't need to worry about this. Nobody say nothing. I just limp now. But I do have something to ask though. Would our lives be better off if we were lizards? Yeah. That is a question that has haunted me since then. Can lizards get coronavirus? They're cold-blooded. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. See? You see what I'm talking about? Dr. Connors was right. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the commitment of holding somebody's eggs, though. Right? And you can't get no jerry curl. That ain't gonna work. We got a whole group of people that still got curls out here that ain't gonna be able to make it. Nope. Not at all. They might have. They might have some lizard Beijing, though. <laughs> I can't. Although I have to say, I was still kind of waiting for Miles to show up in my delusional brain, because like it said, every single person who know, like people who know that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So of course they had the Sinister Six in there, and then like the other Spider Man. I was like, but what about Miles? Miles knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man. I mean, they had Feast from the video game. I thought that was like, y'all were talking about the Star Wars video game. I was like, that's insane to me. You took stuff out of the video game, and now it's like in the world. So in the game, that's where Miles meets Peter. And so I'm like, and then you heard Jamie Foxx, because he was like, yeah, listen, you came from you came from uh, Queens. You help out poor people. I figured you had to be black. And then, of course, it had to be Andrew Garfield. He's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> because of the three of them, he would be like, I'm sorry, I'm not black. I feel like more people should apologize for not being black. I think Andrew secretly celebrates Kwanzaa after that. Like, just to atone. He's like, Jamie, I just want to let you know. I'm officially like, man, that was a line in the movie. You ain't had to take it that far. Although I feel like maybe Miles Morales will come in a, like the, with the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Because remember, in like the first one, like mm-hmm. he met Miles' cousin. Mm-hmm. So maybe... Mm-hmm. Donnie Glover. That's his uncle. Oh, his his uncle. My bad. Well, he met his family, so maybe, like, he'll meet, like, Miles in this one. Since Mm -hmm. Peter Parker is, like, I guess, grown now. 
That poor man. Yeah. Look, can and, we and not talk know, about that? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I, it's too soon. That ain't right. <laughs> now, now, G, I had a question for you about that because you just made me think about something I hadn't thought about before. Mm-hmm. If Miles is going to show up at some point mm-hmm. and we know from the movie that there's no Oscorp, how Peter get bitten by the spider? Who made that spider? Or was it just some... Because remember, it's supposed to be some sort of radioactive experimental spider. Like, how did that spider get irradiated to bite him? From, like, Spider-Verse? I think... No, no, no. From uh, from Tom Holland. Because we just jumped in. We missed all mm-hmm. that, like... That's true. That is true. And, and Norman was like, there isn't a Norman Osborn, or my Oscorp doesn't exist. And I'm like, okay, so when did you get bit, bro? Yeah, because, like, I think they might end up doing a story because they said something about um, Spider-Man freshman year. I think that's the name of the show, but it's going to be animated instead. So we're going to get a, I guess, a look into Peter on how he became Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, it does raise a lot of questions. But So now, now Maria, where do you fall on uh, my man Willem Dafoe? as truly pictured in the spider universe a friend of mine sent me a picture of him with waves post it oh my oh, god okay let me find it real quick this oh my god we can't have nice things i love will you know Lafayette. he's such a weird ass man he, he was good in aquaman though he was real good in aquaman oh yeah i liked it, him in that. but i don't understand these teenage girls just thirsting over this man what is that's what, not that's, that's not, not right they're that's teenage girls thing. and they're like going around admitting they're like yeah you're just don't want to admit deep down it's all on tiktok i'm like girl if you don't get out my face with this i'm not into william defoe okay there's nothing that's not it. and gee i'm mad at you for sending me that damn video <laughs> look venom is right there your boy in venom oh, oh at, I, was, Eddie Brock. I was looking for marshall you know i was i was daytime with flashline i'm like okay where you at here's the thing if you're a delph aficionado Alfred Molina is right there. My man looked good. Okay. Yes, he looks good. He aged well, but I don't see what's the hype between these two men. Like, what is so... I'm going to just say this, and this is the honest truth. Anytime there is a white man that enters the MCU, these white bitches just get crazy for him. Like, the guy who play, plays as Mobius in, um, what was it, Loki? The guy who played as Lightning McQueen? Harrelson? Yeah. Yes, not Woody Harrelson, Owen Wilson. My bad. Yeah, him. They're thirsting over him. I'm just like, what's attractive about these men that y'all are finding? Like, there's Woody Harrelson got that yuck mouth. Got mm. gingivitis. <laughs> we ain't having that over here. Apparently, his dad is it like wasn't Supermax. Okay. Woody Harrelson's dad was an assassin. Oh, wow. That just skipped a generation then. Just imagine oh, your dad really was a hitman and then you just become an actor. Well, face like that. You know. Not the AirPods. <laughs> the damn AirPods. And the waves. And the gold chain on William I'm just Defoe. like, oh my god. That I'm is... looking at that picture like I can't. Like, what is attractive about this man? Like, I don't see it. Like, what the fuck? They do that with Marshall, too, all the time. You see a lot of artwork, like, if he was black. I'm like, don't do this. Don't. This is wrong. Apparently, is wrong. William Defoe has a monster dong. Okay, oh. we're not... <laughs> yeah. Okay. You gotta... It must be a dick, because it ain't your face. 
Come on. That's real talk. Got that butter. Ain't nothing but butter. Yeah, apparently it's huge. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of people thirsting over him as uh, the fish from Finding Nemo, Gil. He does. I'll say that. But uh, the face. Pass. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm alright with it. Look, I done had some big ones in my day. I'm alright. I'm looking for the total package. As she backs away from the lightsabers behind her. <laughs> oh my Look, god. I think I'm gonna Woody a Harrelson's dad shot a judge. Oh yeah? He's a gangster. He's a gangster for real. He was for real, for real. He was a street nigga. Okay. Yeah. All right. Would he would he smoke all that weed to forget about the life? He tried to get him in there too. He was like Django and Boba, but he just couldn't do it. There you go. That's my fan fiction on it. It's gonna be. It's just a tie-in. Yeah, that's yeah. that's dope. That's dope. I've been known to give good head cannon too. From you like know? on the scale of Woody Harrelson to Terrence Howard of how you turn out when your father does fucked up shit. Like where would you want to be? True. Hmm. You want to land on the Terrence Howard side of things. I don't. You don't? <laughs> Decided he could create a new form of math. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That man beats his wives. That's true. He's not a great person. He is very talented. I thought we were talking about talent. No, I'm just talking about like where you are emotionally. Because oh, Woody okay, Harrelson so seems fine. <laughs> Terrence Howard does not. The woods. Yeah, Woody would go out in the woods, howl at the moon, not brush his teeth. Yeah. But that's just dirty yeah. white man things. He ain't never brushed them teeth. Stop lying. He ain't never touched no crest, no Colgate, none of it. I mean, just because he's dirty doesn't mean that he's mentally unstable. He's just dirty. Okay. What's up with these, like, white male actors not, like, showering? I don't know. Uh, that is just nasty. I've read a Why lot of... don't be washing? I don't understand. Like, there's soap and water, and then the whole thing with not cleaning their legs they said because the soap goes down their legs when they rinse themselves off but you still need to scrub the leg after a shower after a bath like what's the whole point of and y'all wonder why y'all be smelling the way y'all smell it when it rains yeah i never smelled a white person in the rain you don't want to i promise you you don't it's not great well i feel like white people and people of color have different grooming habits facts yeah, they don't put lotion on. Yeah, that's weird. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a person of color, if they're walking around dirty, everybody's getting called dirty <laughs> from that group. Right. I think there's more social pressure, too. Like, in the black household, you better not come out of there stanking. You know what I mean? Like, there's this sense of, like, pride. Like, we have to present ourselves a certain way every time we step out the house where white folks have the ability to project hygiene when they don't actually have it. You know, they're able to project things because they're more accepted by society. They're able to project wealth when they ain't got none and they live in a trailer park. They're able to present, uh, project hygiene when they don't got none. They're able to walk into, you know, expensive stores looking like trash and we come in looking like how we do, like a million dollars in our Target outfit and and we get pressured, right? Or we get treated like less than. So I think I think the racial inequality plays a part in that. 
Yeah, because you have to see do more to be able to be seen as equal. Come on. Tell the truth. Yeah, because sometimes... Like, I notice it, like, if I'd go, I know this is anecdotal, but if I went into Sephora with no makeup on, they wouldn't help me. But as soon as I have a full face on, they're just like, hi, ma'am, what are you looking for? Can I help you today? Do you want to try this? Do you want to try that? Yeah, I can help you. Like, if you're not done up, people won't respect you. But if you're done up to the point where it's, like, obvious that you made an attempt... You're trying too hard. Right, right. Where I feel like on the other side of that, I see white women go into Sephora and they got like the messy bun thing and yoga pants and they will tap dance for their ass all day long. And they ain't got a dollar to their name. Mm-hmm. And they're distracting you while their girlfriend's over there stealing. I, I literally told the woman in Ulta, I said, while you were following me around for two, two to three minutes each time I went through each aisle, that white woman and her friend just stole all the makeup out of here. Thanks for playing racism. You lost again. Mm. It was funny, though. She's like, what? And the, the girls ran out. It was hilarious. Apparently, some stores will have a code for when there's like a black person in the store. When I worked retail, we didn't have oh, one of black. those because I worked at a pharmacy where you can't get get behind. You can't shoplift Cialis. And then when I worked at a wine store, like, it's very difficult to shoplift bottles of wine. Right. Right. Like, they do do it, but it's never, we have a black person in the store. Yeah, there's colored in here now. Watch out. (laughs) That's hilarious. I guess we should wrap it. It's almost midnight. I know Raven's got work to do, and her back has been an issue. So, I don't want to keep her out. Raven, are you okay? Yep, just old. She's preparing for her birthday celebration. You only turn 19 once. So. Right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I get that. Are you okay? Who, me? I'm doing great. I'm sorry to hear about your back. Me too. Now that I'm getting older. Tell them to stop blowing that back out and you'll be all right. Tell them to take it easy. Hey, a girl's got to stay in shape. Sometimes my back will just be hurting. And I was like, hey, what is it? Hey, girl's got to stay in shape. <laughs> that part that part right there that's facts i understand look i'm not dead yet look i certainly hope not sorry i know like Like the most beautiful farm fresh egg you've ever seen look i look organic like you got me at whole foods beautiful dewy moisturized skin yeah expensive that glow Mm, it is what it is i got them too that's what concealer's for all right, I guess we should close it up. You ready to close it up? What else you got to say? Closing thoughts, people. Um, happy. Hope you had a happy Kwanzaa if you celebrated. If you didn't, that's fine too. But maybe do a little bit of research before you fucking run your mouth about how shit isn't real. Nothing is real. Nothing is real. If you're watching Boba Fett, hope you're enjoying it. I'm starting it soon. I'll probably start it after we finish this. Also, happy New Year. Hope y'all had a good new year. Does anyone else have anything to say? Portia, what you got? Um, I don't know. (laughs) I just hope everybody has a wonderful year this year. Um, I hope COVID goes away this year because I am really in need of human contact with people, especially with my sisters from the podcast. Like 
I really want to meet y'all in person so bad. Yeah, I really want to see you. You gotta come out to the house. Mm-hmm. I will. I will plan something. We'll plan something. I'll have to come up with something and get myself I was together. Talking to live about that, like we should do the cabin thing. Yeah. Out there. So I may go ahead and lock some time in on the calendar for that after we get back from celebration. But yeah, we need to do a, a Sisticon. Raven, what you got? Closing thoughts from the birthday girl. Uh, my closing thoughts are, please, before you tweet it, before you say it, before you post it, stop for just a second and consider how it would sound if the person said it back to you, changing just a few words. Do unto others, y'all. Do unto others. If you see something you don't like, scroll by. It's not going to hurt you. You'll be fine. If you have to say something, be ready to be heard back, okay? Like, seriously, grow up, y'all. Grow up. If you need attention, go on and, you know, get attention. But don't bitch about it later because I'm tired of I haven't triggered anybody lately. And, oh, it's been a long time since I put up my list of how the Star Wars movies should be in order because I just want to do it to make somebody mad so I can act like a victim later when they complain about it. Listen, everybody, just treat everybody nicer like seriously there are real honest to god battles we have to fight this shit is not worth the drama and is not worth the time and effort you're putting into it so you know seriously do it for me grow the fuck up what you got rich closing thoughts oh well i i think i'm grateful for sharing the space with y'all tonight it was pretty fun um i think carrying that same energy that raven brought you know don't waste your time wondering what other people like if you like it because i think a lot of times people get into hate watching and get into you know oh i want to be loud and wrong about this one thing it's life's too short we see with all the stuff going on with COVID, just life in general if you like something go like it if if somebody's or you know earlier uh as she mentioned if somebody's dumb enough to decide to make a high republic game with a designer that's going to be absolutely out of pocket you got to call them out on it you can't just say, uh, you know, you be the change. And so I, I say make 2022 that don't worry so much about like resolutions, just resolve to enjoy what you're going to enjoy and not let people bring you down because of it, unless it's illegal or weird, like murdering people and stuff like, you know, like Woody, if it's Woody Harrelson's dad would do it, don't do it. That's a good takeaway. Yes. Don't be like Woody Harrelson's dad. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Don't go chasing waterfalls. We'll need to do Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Ow. Girl, I know listen. you're gonna have it your right? way or nothing at all. But I think Ooh. you're moving too fast. Don't Ow. go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all. But I think it's moving too fast. Put it in your <laughs> You know we're closing with that, right? You know that that's, okay. that's the end of the of the show. Like you're done. It's it's a wrap. It's happening. I want to thank Rich for being our extra special Kwanzaa guest. Uh, if you want to hear more of him, you can check him out on the Pro Wrestling Torch or anytime uh, Brandon or Jeff bring me in for like a good meeting, bad many bad, bad many good movies 
or if you just search rich underscore fan on twitter you probably find some foolishness i put up i'll include your twitter handle in the show notes thank you so much for listening you made it to the end of sisters with sabers we'll see you next time and remember it ain't gonna eat itself